Uh, I'm going to send uh, an, a file here. This is uh, Giza pyr.png. Take it if you want it. Uh, cancel if you don't. This is the um, graphic prepared by Jim McCarty of LNL Research, which I will be using um, as the image for this YouTube uh, talk titled The General Functions of the Pyramids, produced by Jim McCarty. A great job that he did. Uh, showing the pyramid shape, <clears throat> the pyramid form, and the chambers within, and the upward the three spirals of ascending light energy coming up from the base, the resonating chamber at the bottom, the queen's chamber, the king's chamber. I thought that the king's chamber was below the queen's chamber, but that that's, you know, whatever that's worth. Uh, but the king's chamber is for healing, queen's chamber for initiation, and um, it's a it's a very fine compendium or um, infographic uh, about uses of the pyramid, functions and activity of the pyramid, and the uh, metaphysical, uh, the energetic, you know, the en the 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 energy dynamics and geometries. Uh, of the Giza Pyramid, and very useful, and very resonant with today's discussion, which is <clears throat> Law of One, Session 56, received June 8, 1981. Uh, a shorter session, because Carla was under attack, eight exchanges, uh, more <clears throat> focused on pyramids, and so let's jump in. In brackets, the first portion, 56-0, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. And as always, Don's first question regarding regards Carla's condition. 56.1, Don says, Would you please first give me, would you first please give me an indication of the condition of the instrument? Ross says, This instrument, Carla and her body, is severely distorted towards weakness of the mental and physical complexes at this time and is under psychic attack due to this opportunity. So, uh, this has been building up in the, the um, portion, you know, during these sessions that have been ongoing for quite a while, by this time, at session 56. Uh, session 55 was a major session, as was 54. Uh, session 55 was just three days prior and uh, session uh, 54 was also pretty important and a very, <clears throat> very, very serious uh, metaphysical uh, teaching. And this um, surely is related to the um, degree of interest that the Orion fifth density negative entity that was working to kill Carla um, that's really what was happening here. Um, its degree of interest is proportional in some ways to the quality of light they were, uh, the narrow band, the quality of, of light of the narrow band transmission from Ra through Carla and LNL, uh, in association with the, the line of questioning of Don formulated by the group, uh, which got into very heavy and very important metaphysics 
in the last few sessions, really since the 40s, uh, regarding the chakras and the efficient use of catalyst and what balancing is about and the nature of higher self and, um, you know, centered principles of soul evolution. Uh, and so she also had these pre-incarnative uh, weaknesses of body and etheric body, physical body, etheric energy field. And um, <clears throat> the negative entity uh, took those weaknesses as opportunity and continued to uh, make trouble for them. But uh, Don, you know, carefully, caringly, asks in 56.2 about whether they should even continue and says, would it be better to discontinue the contact at this time? Ra said, this is entirely at your discretion. This instrument has some energy transferred, which is available. However, it is not great due to the effects as previously stated. We, if you desire to question us further at this working, will as always attempt to safeguard this instrument. We feel that you are aware of the parameters without further elaboration. <clears throat> so, uh, they're reiterating that, of course, they are monitoring Carla's uh, physical and vital mental energy levels. They're monitoring her condition overall. They're safeguarding her. They will attempt, uh, attempt to safeguard. And th this, again, is the, the principle that the most we can do is try. We can't be certain of accomplishment, but we can be certain of attempting and trying. And, you know, some clever New Age types say, uh, don't try, just do it. Well, that's cute, and that's pithy and original, maybe, but actually all you can do is try and attempt. Uh, seeking uh, is basically trying uh, and attempting to do that which we know or have faith is beneficial to self and other. And the heart of the positive path is, is a beneficial intention to be of benefit to self and other, uh, <clears throat> which is a, a humble understanding that uh, I can't, you know, I, I'm obviously not, you know, perfected uh, in mind, body, spirit, here in time and space, but I will attempt and keep seeking, keep trying um, to do that which, you know, to understand and do that which is beneficial to self and other. And so we should be reasonable with ourselves and, and not expect perfection, uh, but simply hope to keep trying, seek to keep seeking, keep seeking, keep, you know, keep remembering the importance of seeking, which is simply trying and attempting to better ourselves and be of benefit to other. It's, it's very straightforward, but we should be reasonable. <laughs> now, we jump into the material about pyramids, and you can reference the image. And this is the uh, heart teaching of session 53, I'm uh, sorry, session 56, which is uh, 56.3. Don asks, in that case, I will ask, how does the pyramid shape work? <laughs> big question. And small, short question with a big answer, which is uh, very fully uh, elaborated upon 56.3 and 4 and 5 
56, uh, 3 and 4 and 6 and 7. So let's go into, and I'll read all the paragraphs and then unpack them. And um, we have a lot of time, and the session is not that long. Uh, so hopefully I can mm, elaborate uh, with some moderate depth, um, and we'll finish this in an hour. Ra's answer, 56.3. Uh, I'll read the paragraph numbers or add paragraph numbering so uh, we can make a note, mental note of that. First paragraph, Ra says, We are assuming that you wish to know the principle of the shapes, angles, and intersections of the pyramid at what you call Giza. So we're talking about the Giza pyramid. Next, in reality, the pyramid shape does no work. It does not work. It is an arrangement for the centralization as well as the diffraction of the upward spiraling of the spiraling upward light energy as it is being used by the mind body spirit complex. Next, the spiraling nature of light is such that the magnetic fields of an individual are affected by spiraling energy. Certain shapes offer an echo chamber, shall we say? or an intensifier for spiraling prana, as some have called this all-present primal distortion of the one infinite creator. So spiraling energy equals spiraling prana, that is intelligent energy. Next, <clears throat> if the intent is to intensify the necessity for the entity's own will to call forth the inner light in order to match the intensification of the spiraling light energy, the entity will be placed in what you have called the queen's chamber position in this particular shaped object, Giza Pyramid. This is the initiatory place and is the place of resurrection. Next, the offset place, representing the spiral as it is in motion, is the appropriate position for one to be healed. As in this position, this is the king's chamber, as in this position, uh, hold on, yeah, the king's chamber. As in this position, uh, an entity's vibratory magnetic nexi are interrupted in their normal flux. Thus, a possibility, probability, vortex ensues. A new beginning, shall we say, <clears throat> is offered for the entity, in which the entity may choose a less distorted, weak, or blocked configuration of energy center magnetic distortions. Next, the function of the healer and crystal may not be overemphasized, for this power of interruption must needs be controlled, shall we say, with incarnate intelligence. The intelligence being that of one which recognizes energy patterns, <clears throat> which, without judging, recognizes blockage, weakness, and other distortion, and which is capable of visualizing through the regularity of self and of crystal, the less distorted other self to be healed. Next, other shapes which are arched, groined, vaulted, conical, or as your teepees, are also shapes with this type of intensification of spiraling light. Your caves, being rounded, are places of power due to this shaping. Next, 
It is to be noted that these shapes are dangerous. We are quite pleased to have the opportunity to enlarge upon the subject of shapes, such as the pyramid, for we wish, as part of our honor duty, to state that there are many wrong uses for these curved shapes. For with improper placement, improper intentions, or lack of the crystallized being functioning as channel for healing, the sensitive entity will be more distorted more will be distorted more rather than less in some cases. It is to be noted that your peoples build, for the most part, the cornered or square habitations, for they do not concentrate power. It is further to be noted that the spiritual seeker has, for many of your time periods of years, sought the rounded, arched, and peaked forms as an expression of the power of the Creator. So these sessions here in the 50s are, um, you know, golden uh, ambrosial uh, nectar for those who want to study about pyramids. Um, I've used the uh, Fred Bell Pyridine Company, Fire Dome, Ray Dome, one of those, for many years, for a decade, over a decade, in different ways, and find, yes, indeed, um, the pyramid is wonderful. And the third spiral, particularly the spiral, the third spiral is the spiral off the apex, off the peak, um, to be very powerful for meditation long term. And one needs to be careful. So Ra is <clears throat> now going to explain here in 56.3 the principle, the metaphysical principle and the metaphysics of the Giza pyramid in regards its shapes, angles, and intersections. Number one, the pyramid isn't working. It doesn't work. The pyramid doesn't, you know, Ra said that the, the crystallized healer has no will. The, the self heals the self for the self by the self with the aided assistance of uh, a healer, a crystallized healer who is catalyst or, and or a crystallized healer with a crystal <laughs> that is uh, regularized as um, agents of transformation assistance and adjuncts to the self-healing of self. Likewise in the pyramid. The pyramid uh, is simply like an upside-down funnel for upward spiraling light, universal prana, intelligent energy, love light, light love. This is what we're talking about. So we have intelligent infinity manifesting as intelligent energy, light love, love light, which then differentiates into the seven rays, which then have correla correlation or resonance with the seven energy bodies and the seven chakras. The, the seven energy bodies of the seven chakras of mind-body-spirit complex, which is the being, the evolving being in the octave, up the densities, or, you know, simultaneously without time, <laughs> whichever way you'd like to look at it. Uh, the, the pyramid, like an upside-down funnel, meaning the base of the pyramid is usually uh, bigger than the peak, or the, the base is usually on the earth, it's not you know, that's the normal way, right? The, <laughs> the pyramid with the point up in the air and the uh, big base on the bottom. Uh, that's like a funnel uh, in which uh, universal prana or spiraling prana um, basically um, is configured uh, by, by the ratios of the shapes, uh, the, the metaphysical ratios and uh, you know sacred geometry or geometrics 
of the pyramid shape itself. So it's an arrangement for the centralization, which is what we see with the upward spiraling, you know, the upward spirals from the resonating chamber up through the apex. There's a centralization of uh, prana. There's a diffraction of it. And it has different energetic qualities at the different points in the pyramid where these two chambers have been uh, constructed, the king's and the queen's chamber. So the magnetic fields, you know, so you've got upward spiraling light. You've got the pyramid that centralizes and configures that light in a particular way in in accordance with the shapes, angles, and geometry of the pyramid. You've got magnetic fields of an individual, meaning seven energy bodies, being obviously affected by the upward spiraling light and its configuration in that particular pyramid. And um, the pyramid shape, like other uh, peaked or groined or vaulted or arched shapes, may offer an echo chamber or an intensifier. There are all sorts of different adjectives we can use. The centralization of that light, the configure, the particular configuration of upward spiraling light um, has the effect of being as, as an echo chamber, has the effect of intensifier, intensifying by its configuration, its uh, centralization of energy, intensifying the upward spiraling light, upward spiraling prana, same. Uh, the intention of the person or the um, healer, or those who are using the the pyramid shape, determines uh, where they would be in the pyramid, king's chamber, queen's chamber, or resonating chamber in the bottom. Ra says, first, if the intention is to intensify the necessity, (laughs) it's really, I don't know why, intensify the necessity for the will to call forth the inner light, uh, it's, it's, uh, we can say that the queen's chamber position, Ra calling it the initiatory place, the place of resurrection. Initiation is resurrection, or a form of resurrection. <clears throat> the death-rebirth imagery in the mystery schools are all pertaining to initiation. Okay, Initiation in the mystery schools, initiation in the non-esoteric schools, like Buddhism. Buddhism is not esoteric, actually. Uh, Pali canon the original teaching of Siddhartha Gautama 2,500 years ago, he's an open-hand teacher. He said, no secret teaching, no secret doctrine, no secret initiatory uh, stuff available, but right view and right technique and uh, community and uh, do your thing. And um, yet <clears throat> also um, the awakenings of the four stages of Buddhism, Buddhist awakening four stages, beginning in Sotapanna, or stream entry, going through, um, you know, once-returner, non-returner, and arahan, those four levels or stages of awakening or uh, enlightenment also can be called initiations. Contact with intelligent infinity can be called an initiation. Deep healing of lower chakra blockage can be called an initiation. And in all cases, there is resurrection, death, rebirth. What is resurrection? Resurrection, <laughs> not insurrection. It's a, a new birth. <clears throat> what does that mean? It means that there is a uh, 
at an ending of old, you know, an ending of the old and beginning of the new. It's an end of a phase of development and the beginning of a new. <clears throat> Particularly, it is um, it involves a temporary suspension of the electromagnetic field's uh, activity and configuration that then the healer in the queen's chamber position in this case uh, by use of the crystal and their intention and their skill uh, assists the entity in reforming their own energy fields particularly the etheric energy field associated with six chakra reforming the previous distortions or reforming the energy fields from a previously distorted condition to a condition that's less distorted. So this is um, this is this actually maybe I'm getting a little confused. Um, I'm sorry that 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 raw interestingly actually doesn't explain initiation as much as they explain healing. So let me backtrack a bit. There, there, there is a death and rebirth with initiation. Uh, in my limited understanding, healing also can be called a form of initiation, but Ra's making a distinction. In my understanding, the um, the temporary, you know, there's a temporary cessation or or suspension of the normal energy or the currently normal normal energy configuration that needs to stop and be reformed refashioned uh, to begin again to reboot in the healing process and I'm going to now talk about healing and initiation although in my mind um, healing is a form of initiation and initiation is a form of higher healing meaning um, returning to or uh, establishing a less distorted more holistic healed or whole condition of energy fields and consciousness you know uh, more uh, more uh, align more um, resonant with the law of one with the reality of, of unity in the case of let's go to healing and then what Ra's calling initiation first the king's chamber the offset place uh, representing the spiral in motion or um, with a different configuration of the upward spiraling prana that goes into, you know, that, that is moving upwards in the pyramid. The king's chamber, Ra saying, appropriate position for the one to be healed, um, in which their vibratory magnetic nexi, meaning chakras, <laughs> or chakras and energy bodies, seven chakras, seven energy bodies. They're vibratory, because all energy fields or all energy is vibratory. In fact, all light is vibratory. The entity's vibratory magnetic nexi, meaning nexi, meaning uh, foci or uh, chakras, with energy fields, are interrupted in their normal flux in their normal activity. Um, a new possibility ensues or develops. This is the healing process. A new beginning. That sounds like resurrection to me, right? <laughs> a new beginning, um, a new possibility, um, where they may choose the, the person to be healed, less distorted, less weak, less blocked configuration of the chakras. 
energy center magnetic distortions, okay? Energy center magnetic distortions equals the uh, metaphysical energetics associated with chakras and their uh, energy fields. In the healing, there is a new beginning offered. The person being, you know, in the place they're seeking healing, anybody who seeks healing is seeking a new beginning. Obviously, resurrection or initiation, as Ross calling it, is also a new beginning. That's why I'm saying that the uh, initiation can also be thought of as a form of healing. And what Ra's calling healing is, in my book, um, and also a minor, minor level of initiation or a particular level of initiation. In the case of what's called healing by Ra, there's the healer and the crystal, and that's not happening in initiation in the same way. The function of the healer with their crystal can't be overemphasized, meaning you can't uh, emphasize it enough or you can't overvalue it because it's really, really important. Why? Because uh, the interruptive power that basically is, is um, intrinsic to the king's, the king's chamber position, the power of interruption is associated with the offset place itself, the spiral in motion. The, it has an interruptive or a energy shock type, shocking kind of a certain rate, a certain vibratory condition, certain configuration of energy, which we don't see. So it's hard to describe perfectly. But in that position, the king's chamber offset position, um, the function of the healer with their crystal um, uh, is critical because they need to control or manage or direct the power of interruption, the interruptive power of that position or of that uh, area in the upward spiraling prana in the pyramid. How do they control or manage the interruptive power of the energetics of that position? Well, it's incarnate intelligence, meaning they're in their body and they uh, have some intelligence. But they also are a real healer. <laughs> they're not a weekend workshop healer. They're a healer akin to the level of Yeshua's healing, right? A crystallized healer. They, they don't operate out of lower chakra blockage generally, or they have very minor. Their work is very significantly adept level work, meaning this is a really highly trained healer. Why? Um, because, because it's a dangerous position. It's dangerous work working into inside the pyramid, actually. Uh, and what are the qualities associated with their uh, achievement of that crystallized healer? Well, they can recognize energy patterns. They see the energy bodies, okay? They see the etheric body. It's called etheric vision. That's real clairvo clairvoyance. Uh, meanwhile, they also are free of lower chakra blockage, which means they're free of blaming, judging, um, condemning, you know, they, they really live in love wisdom. <laughs> they are not judging, blaming based on their own uh, personal preferences or based on, you know, their own emotional needs to feel superior or something, as often is the basis of judgment. They recognize blockage, lower chakra blockage. They recognize weakness, meaning um, energy uh, non-development. They recognize distortions of mind and the energy fields. They see the etheric circulation. They're visualizing through the regularity of self and, and crystal the less distorted other self to be healed, meaning 
they're visualizing the healed condition that the distorted person to be healed is also seeking. They're visualizing, they're literally <laughs> visioning um, by etheric vision the distinction between the current condition of blockage and weakness and distortion of the energy fields, particularly the etheric, they're, dis they're visualizing in real time with, uh, you know, divine eye or real clairvoyance. Um, they're seeing the current condition of the, at least the etheric body, the etheric field, with blockage, weakness, distortion. And they're also able to see how it ought to be. They're, through their own regularity, regularity of self, regularity of self, that's the crystallized healer. What do you mean regularity? It means that they have regularized the energies associated with mind, body, spirit, the seven chakra energy bodies. The chakras are so well developed, uh, and thus the energy bodies associated with those chakras too, that there is regularization. There is crystallization. There is... Um, Intrinsic harmony, intrinsic order. They have ordered themselves, not by control, but by love, <laughs> by love wisdom. Intrinsic order, intrinsic order um, is not the new world order. It is actually um, the natural um, self-integration unique to that person. Each person is unique, their own unique tone poem. Um, is harmonious, harmonious and melodious and uh, lovely to behold. Uh, and that is the regularity of self. And then, of course, they're using a pretty high-quality crystal, regularity of self and of crystal. They're visualizing the less distorted other self to be healed. <laughs> they're visualizing the condition of healing that the one seeks. They're, that's just what the angels do, too. Deva's working with plants. What are they doing? Well, part of what they're doing is visualizing the less distorted or the um, evolutionary future or the, develop, the proper development, the proper continued development of that plant. Likewise, angelics that work with humanity. Likewise, the angelic, I believe, that was with Howard Storm could visualize the less distorted Howard Storm to be healed. <laughs> his condition of greater healing that he was seeking that they could envision and by their power and um, by his uh, willingness really it's by his desire to heal they were adequate catalyst uh, for him to um, establish the less distorted less distorted condition he was seeking not different essentially in my understanding than how the crystallized healer in the Giza pyramid is helping somebody in the uh, king's chamber here. Now, when we talk about initiation in the queen's chamber, uh, actually, this is uh, the intention. What's the intention of the queen's chamber? Or what, what are the mechanics or dynamics of initiation, as Ra's terming it? Well, here, Ra's terming it uh, initiation, resurrection, with the by the intention of intensifying the necessity for the own for the entity's own will to call forth the inner light in order to match the intensification of the spiraling light energy in that location so 
there is intensification. So this is actually the distinction uh, of energy function in the queen's chamber from the king's. The queen's chamber position um, is one in which the upward spiraling prana has the function of intensification, like of a certain pulse, of a certain rate. It's the vibratory condition, the energy field geometry, and the uh, vibratory function of intensification. Intensification, it, it itself is a point of this, a point of intensification, different than a point of um, interruption of, of current um, energy uh, flow, which is the king's chamber or the place for healing. So now we're getting some sense that uh, initiation is associated with intensification of will and intensification of inner light. What is the Ra's understanding of uh, initiation versus healing uh, is, seems to indicate here that um, initiation in which symbolically is a uh, resurrectory or resurrectional, <laughs> resurrectional uh, process metaphysically involves uh, intensification uh, of necessity. Now, Ra could have said it's the if the intent is to intensify their own will to call forth inner light, or, you know, this is a very interesting sentence. There's intensification um, of upward spiraling light or intensification, light intensification that is associated with the queen's chamber position. That intrinsic in uh, light intensification function in that location in the pyramid is now associated with intensification of the inner light uh, experienced or available for the person being initiated, for the initiate. So there's the functional, uh, the, the, the nature of the positions uh, or that location's function, the energy function in that location, being, um, you know, not different than uh, the purpose for you know for being in that chamber, which is intensification also intensification of what well it 's an interesting intensification it 's not that straightforward it 's very subtle it 's a triple intensification intensification of inner light intensification of the will to call forth the inner light intensification of the necessity of the will to call forth the inner light okay a triple intensification. Not many people could glean that from this paragraph, I believe, but uh, <laughs> all glory to the teachers. This, <clears throat> what I'm calling a triple intensification of the inner light, or a triple intensification of the initiate, the triadic initiatory process. Mm, triadic initiatory process. What does what? Well, it seems to be intensification of the inner light meaning the entity's access to intelligent energy, <laughs> really, and then, of course, access contact with intelligent infinity, mediated access to intelligent energy. How is it that one contacts or makes use of intelligent energy anyway? Well, it's six chakra activation, for sure. Uh, but it also includes uh, contact with, you know, intelligent infinity. There is... Um, the access to intelligent energy associated with six chakra activation. 
So initiation is very much six chakra activation. Yes, indeed, of course, obviously. Uh, it's a particular um, type of six chakra activation. Uh, the other aspect of um, greater intense, greater inner light available, greater access to intelligent energy available, is greater contact with intelligent infinity or the linkage of six chakra, seven chakra. That's just one of the intensifications. The intensification of inner light being access to intelligent energy or six chakra, um, six chakra awakening, <laughs> six chakra development. The second aspect of intensification is the intensification of the will to call forth the inner light, the will to be seeking light, will, um, which you know is not distinct from the inner light. Ra had said, the uh, intensity of the inner light basically is is the will to seek that light. I forgot the quote, but um, as as our will becomes centered on seeking transformation, you know, godly transformation, not narcissistic, <laughs> but uh, servant servant to all, or one with all, or realizing <laughs> transpersonality, um, the strength of the will to seek the light um, is actually uh, the intensity of the light. The intensity of the light available um, is really not different than the intensity of the will that we call seeking the light. So there's intensification of inner light or intelligent energy access and utilization capacity. There's the intensification of the will to call that light, which is really not different from that access of light. Then there's the intensity of the necessity of the will to call forth the light or seek. Intensity of necessity for will. What's that all about? Well, seems to be mm, the uh, the ineluctability, the uh, necessity that that the necessity of seeking, the comprehension, the the you know um, uh, seven chakra, <laughs> you know holistic mind body spirit realization that I need to keep seeking. <laughs> I know I need to keep seeking. I know there ain't no other game in town. There's only no there's only, you know, learning and teaching. It's the only game in town. It's the only work of being. It's the only purpose of a day or a moment is the continued development of, of all we are. Which comes from knowing the necessity and the, um, the kind of um, the the almost like solitude or or primacy, meaning uh, condition of being primal or number one, but it's it's the um, it's, I can't find the right word, but there's nothing else but um, development of all we are. And the will to keep seeking uh, is also strengthened by an awareness that I must keep doing this, not because somebody's telling me I should, but because there's nothing, there's nothing else happening here. That's really what, what this moment is about, is, is the degree to which uh, the will is directed to seeking to express our totality or express all we are to be all we are and to keep developing this being 
to its its culmination and fulfillment, whatever that may be, which is really a departure from the octave or complete and perfect enlightenment, satchitananda. So there's this triple intensification is an intensification of the recognition of the necessity, the need. I really need it. I know I need it. There ain't nothing else. And the intensification of will and the intensification of access to inner light, it's really all the same. The three really is one, of course. So inner light, will to seek the inner light, and recognition of the necessity of the will seeking inner light is all one. Uh, and and that's how a being becomes a son. <laughs> My son. Now, um, Ra said other shapes... <clears throat> um, have a similar set of functions. I mean, these two different functions, right? Intensification of the inner light versus uh, clearance of lower chakra blockage. Uh, initiation versus healing. Although, again, that intensification of, of light, to me, it, it, it can be seen as a healing. Um, it's a healing of doubt. <laughs> it's a healing of the tendency um, to forget the primacy of soul evolution as simply the only activity worth doing or the fundamental purpose of of breathing <laughs> what's the purpose of breathing to stay alive what's the purpose of being alive in your body experience what's the purpose of experience ultimately um, transformation of the one that's fashioning such experience the purpose of that is to bring transformation to the one who set up that entire um, tapestry for its own greater glory and the glory of all is one. Uh, that's <laughs> that's an initiation, but that's also a healing of, of doubt and confusion. It's ultimately a healing of avidya. It's actually touching the fetter, fetter number 10 or the root fetter being avidya, which um, all the other levels of, of fetter in the Buddhist Ten Fetters coming out of Avidya, um, come out of some fundamental confusion about uh, purposefulness and the nature of, of the fundamental essential purpose for moment-to-moment um, uh, -moment fashioning of experience. Other shapes associated with the same functions may be arched, groined, vaulted, conical, you know, shape the sacred churches everywhere, temples, stupas, um, different kinds of religious uh, structures, and caves, places of power. It doesn't mean that... Um, it's basically what we're calling power associated with its particular configuration of upward spiraling light. These shapes are dangerous, meaning don't play around, um, and Ra is happy to talk about them more they indicate there are many wrong uses for the curve shape. Now, of course, in the Law of One, there's no right and wrong, but some of what they, unfortunately, like the Giza Pyramid, had constructed uh, were used for a perverted purpose or were perverted to usage <clears throat> completely contradictory to Ra's original intentions. That's called wrong use. Then also, there's, there's also confused usage there's a co-opted usage for the negative for service of self. There's also confused usage 
by confused or improper placement, improper intentions, or lack of a crystallized being in you know the room of um, healing, queen, the king's chamber. Um, when there's no crystallized being, the person may be in that room and get totally screwed up electromagnetically. <clears throat> Excuse me, because of the the disruptive function uh, or the the um, etheric disruptive activity of the electromagne- electromagnetics in that location, the uh, chamber for healing. So um, the sensitive entity will be more distorted rather than less. And um, if you use your pyramid on the floor and you do meditation with it under, you know, on the floor, under the location of the pillow, where you're lying doing meditation, if you go to sleep, as I did many times, fell asleep, um, in such a position, doing meditation, uh, one will wake up hours later uh, very uh, wigged out uh, electromagnetically, and um, not a good thing. But that doesn't have to lead to mental distortion, if one's mind is uh, well. Yet, it's a misuse or, um, you know, mistaken use. <laughs> it, you shouldn't be with the pyramid that long, actually. And it's not good to live in a pyramid. <clears throat> uh, so, humans have, um, you know, <laughs> arrogant, foolish humans <laughs> not listening to their teachers carefully, not being good students. And I understand that. I understand that. But uh, you hurt yourself because you didn't, you're not humble and receptive enough to learn properly. Uh, Ra said, further, the last paragraph, uh, 56.3, and a very interesting one word here stand, stood out for me in, upon all my readings. It's to be noted that your peoples, meaning Earth humanity, for the most part, builds cornered or square houses. For, that's the word, for, because, as it is that, they don't concentrate power. Because humanity um, doesn't appreciate God power. They appreciate force or distorted third chakra blockage, ego-related uh, aggression, which is a kind of you know, crude, um, distorted power, but it's not true power. Uh, ego is no power. <laughs> ego is folly and ego is illusion. So if you base your sense of power on an illusion, uh, you won't do too well. <clears throat> but Humanity, because because they don't concentrate power, humanity builds cornered and square homes to disempower themselves. How about that? And, of course, in contradistinction, in contrast to that is the spiritual seeker who always, yes, indeed, seeks rounded, arched, peaked forms, temples, you know, Thai, Thai, arch- Thai temple architecture, Thai Buddhist temple architecture is divine heavenly. And on the astral plane, they they have that too, by the way, similar to the Thai style. And so there are many, um, you know, glorious forms of religious architecture, which are all inspired, um, you know, the, those primary forms or structures are inspired by um, an understanding of upward spiraling light and how those shapes concentrate it and are of use to the seeker. 56.4 is there an apex angle that uh, angle for maximal maximum efficiency in the pyramid? Yes, there is. Ross said again to conserve this instrument's energy, Carla, 
I'm assuming you intend to indicate the most appropriate angle of apex for healing work. If the shape is such that it is large enough to contain an individual mind-body-spirit complex at the appropriate offset position within it, meaning the place for healing or the king's chamber, the 76-degree, 18-minute approximate angle is useful and appropriate. And um, I don't know about healing inside the uh, Fred Bell Pyridine pyramids, because they're pretty small. I don't think you could, you can't fit into most of them. But uh, I would not be surprised that that's uh, akin to their, their apex angle. Uh, if the position varies, the angle may vary. This is talking about, you know, creating a chamber inside a pyramid. Further, if the healer has the ability to perceive distortions, meaning energy fields, with enough discrimination, the pyramid, the position within any pyramid shape may be moved about until results are affected. <laughs> if somebody tells you that they can do that, uh, you should be careful. However, we found this particular angle to be useful. Other social memory complexes or portions thereof, meaning other groups, other extraterrestrial groups, <clears throat> have determined different apex angles for different uses, not having to do with healing but with learning. When one works with a cone, or shall we say the silo type of shape, the energy for healing may be found to be in a general circular pattern unique to each shape as a function of its particular height and width, the height and width of the cone, TP type or silo, and in the cone shape, <clears throat> the angle of apex. In these cases, there are no corner angles, thus the spiraling energy works in a circular motion. So, where there are no angles, or no corner angles, um, spiraling the upward spiraling prana uh, has a more circular motion, different than that in the Giza pyramid where there are corner angles. So anyway, uh, this is good for specialists, but we don't have to go into it too much more. 56.5, I'll make a statement you can correct. Don says, I intuitively see the spiraling energy of the Giza pyramid being spread out as it moves through the so-called king's chamber and then refocusing in the so-called queen's chamber. Uh, I'm guessing that the spread of energy in the so-called king's chamber is seen in the spectrum of colors red through violet, and that the energy centers of the entity to be healed in the king's chamber should be aligned with the spread of the spectrum so that the spectrum matches the various energy centers. Uh, it's not quite true. Can you correct the statement? Yeah, Ross says we can correct it. <laughs> and then 566 uh, does correct it, and Ross says, here's the correction. Ross said, the spiraling energy is beginning to be diffused at the point where it goes through the king's chamber position. However, which means that the king's chamber is on the bottom. Uh, on this chart, it appears that the queen's chamber is uh, mislabeled as the bottom. Uh, in the in Bill uh, Jim McCarty's um, image here, general functions of the pyramids, the uh, bottom chamber is is you know termed Q, the chamber above termed K. I assume that's queen and king, but if the king's chamber is below, then they're mislabeled. Um, but it's hard to, you know, people can work on that. But it seems to be uh, first going through the king's chamber, then going through the queen's chamber. Uh, the energy, the spiraling energy 
is beginning to be diffused at the point where it goes through the king's chamber position. However, although the spirals continue to intersect, closing and opening in double spiral fashion, like the, the double helix, through the apex angle at the top, the diffusion or strength of the spiraling energies, red through violet color values, lessens if we speak of strength and gains if we speak of diffusion, <laughs> until at the peak of the pyramid, coming out, you have a very weak color resolution useful for healing purposes. Thus, the king's chamber position is chosen as the first spiral after the centered beginning through the queen's chamber position. Maybe it is above. You may visualize the diffusion angle as the opposite of the pyramid angle, meaning the apex, but the angle being less wide than the apex angle of the pyramid, being somewhat somewhere between 33 and 54 degrees, depending on the various rhythms of the planet itself. So the, um, the mm, geometrics and energy characteristics of upward spiraling light in the pyramid with these chambers, with the apex angle and its own geometry, the, those uh, dynamics change with planetary conditions. So um, we've got continually intersecting spirals of energy in a double spiral, like the DNA code. Of course, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> very crit critical to the usage of the pyramid for what, life form creation, genetic cloning, I don't know, and energy healing and this and that, those things I don't really care about. But uh, you've got diffusion of energies and then you've got the strength, they're different, right? So you've got intensification versus diffusion. So the red through violet color values, meaning the strength of each of the seven ray frequencies within the ascending double spiral, uh, you know, energies that are moving from base to the apex. In terms of strength, it's lessening. In terms of diffusion, it's increasing. At the peak of the pyramid, which means internally before it, it peaks out, peaks out or, or comes um, fountaining off the apex, there's increased diffusion, there's decreased strength, you have a weak color resolution, good for healing, and, um, you know, that would that would be associated with the king's chamber, I guess, you know, above the queen's. So, you know, it's a little confusing for me. But whether one is above and none is the other one, you've got different functions of the upward spiraling light associated with the different purposes of the two chambers, obviously. The king's chamber is chosen as the first spiral after the centered beginning through the queen's. So maybe the queen is then below, uh, as Jim did write. So sorry, don't jump on me, but uh, I'm just learning this along the way too. Um, the diffusion angle being the opposite of the pyramid angle, meaning the apex. So there is a distinction, um, there is a correlation between the apex angle and uh, the angle of diffusion internally. Anyway, uh, it's, um, it's all <laughs> geometrically, mathematically uh, determined and in association with planetary rhythms or the planet, the planet in the solar system. 56.7, Don said, then I assume if I start my angle at the bottom of the queen's chamber, and make a 33 to 54 degree angle from that point so that half the angle falls on the side of the center line 
the King's Chambers on. That'll indicate the diffusion of the spectrum, starting from the point at the bottom of the King, the Queen's Chamber. He means, let's say, if we were using a 40, we, at 40 degree angle, we'd have a 20 degree diffusion to the left, passing through the King's Chamber, is it correct? <laughs> Ra's basically trying to take care of Carla, and Don is getting into the high detail specifics of uh, internal geometry of the upward spiraling light in the in the Giza pyramid. Ross said, this will be the last full question of the session. It is correct that half of the aforementioned angle passes through the king's chamber position, uh, obviously, I guess, above the queen. It is incorrect to assume that the queen's chamber is the foundation of that angle. Yeah. The angle will begin somewhere between the queen's chamber position and thence downward. So, yes, uh, the queen is below the king, uh, queen's chamber. The angle, yes, begins somewhere below the queen's chamber position and thence downward toward the level of the resonating chamber on the ground, offset for the healing work. This variation is dependent upon mag various magnetic fluxes of the planet. The king's chamber position is designed to intersect the strongest spiral of the energy flow, regardless of where the angle begins. However, as it passes through the queen chamber position, the spiraling energy is always centered and at its strongest point. And that's the intensification function, the, the function of electromagnetic or upward spiraling prana. Um, it's probably not electromagnetic, it's prior. Prana, prana is sort of prior to electromagnetism. Prana or, or intelligent energy, light, love, love, light, um, etheric energy is uh, actually probably the progenitor of electromagnetic and other forms of energy like you know, radio waves and heat and things like that. Gravity, these are all probably frequencies of uh, intelligent energy. Anyway, um, the Queen's Chamber involves spiraling energy, dynamics associated with center, center net, centeredness and um, intensification, and the King's Chamber position um, being somewhat offset leads to um, a kind of temporary shock suspension interruption of current electromagnetic energy fields for the being so that they can be refashioned in a less distorted way. Finally, Don uh, Ross says, may we answer any brief queries at this time? This is a short session, and so it wraps up here. 56.8, Don said, I will just ask if there's anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact. And Ra gives the closing and says, I am Ra. All is well, my friends. It is well, however, to be conscious of the limitations of this instrument. We feel the alignments are excellent at this time. I am Ra. I leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. So that's 56, and um, a very important um, teaching on pyramid activity, Giza Pyramid and Queen's Chamber, King's Chamber, um, what is initiation, what is healing work, what are the differences, and I would say what are the similarities. Um, in session 57, we have a further, um, further discussion uh, of healing, and pyramids, a lot of discussion of pyramids. And, um, you know, talking about pyramid means talking about uh, 
healing, you know, mystery school based or Egyptian mystery tradition based uh, processes of healing and initiation. So pyramid equals uh, planetary balancing, and uh, in the Egyptian context of Ra's uh, teaching historically and uh, how we may understand it today, pyramid equals uh, spiritual healing and uh, initiatic process, initiatic um, transformation, initiation, healing, planetary balancing. These are the main functions of the pyramid. There are other uses like study and interdimensional travel and strengthening the body or for health. Uh, but the Giza pyramid was primarily uh, a planetary balancing pyramid, also used or significantly used for um, healing of the population. It wasn't simply uh, healing of initiates and adepts. It was actually healing of the folks, of the population, of the regular people, not the uh, chosen people, <laughs> not the initiates necessarily or adepts, but healing for all. And then also initiation for those who've gotten themselves prepared for it. Uh, the use of the Giza Pyramid with the king's and the queen's chamber and the resonating chamber underground involved a Egyptian guy or lady uh, in robes, I guess, with a very uh, high-powered, fine, physical mineral crystal taking by the hand, perhaps, uh, a person, uh, either uh, a person uh, of the local community uh, for healing, and or a person, uh, an, an adept in the community of priests and, and seekers uh, ready for initiation into the chambers uh, and lying them down and um, talking, them, uh, talking them through and doing certain work with the physical crystal for healing and doing other work, you know, with the crystal perhaps for initiation uh, and spending hours there and getting up and walking out together and, uh, you know, having a bath uh, and saying goodbye and resting and uh, going off to their home. Um, that was part of the um, initiate, initiatic process. That was uh, basically uh, for a death-rebirth experience. There was air, but the person was fasting, obviously, without food or water, or maybe, without food, certainly. Um, this is a, it's symbolic, uh, where the person is being, um, the person is completely buried or shut off from the community, which shut means shut off from the assumptions of interpersonality, the assumptions and needs and dynamics, psychological dynamics and symbolic dynamics in the mind associated with self and otherness, self and other self, or self and other as relation, you know, relationship, relationality. Relationality is buried. Relationship, relationality is walled off. It is you alone in the resonating chamber. For uh, an experience of death, death of the old, death of uh, avidya, <laughs> ignorance, death of uh, wrong thinking or distortions associated with, you know, lower desires or confusion or attachments and you know, patterns that are unhelpful, uh, so that the person would die to the old self by first being 
dead to any notion to to the uh, assumptions in deep mind of relationality. There is only the one, remember? And so any experience of relationality, self and other and community, um, uh, is associated with illusion and misunderstanding, uh, uh, non-comprehension of unity. There's only one of us here, was the teaching from Neil Donald Walsh, for whatever that's worth. But that means that, you know, uh, there's only the one infinite creator in myriad forms, the one ocean of life with countless waves always changing. But there's only the one ocean. And that um, singleness or realization, uh, incre- increasing realization of unity is very much triggered or um, influenced by uh, being buried in a crypt underground, alone for days or whatever, uh, without food or water or light. It's a complete internal descent. Descent onto the ground, symbolically as descent into the deeper reaches of one's total being, which... Um, you know, <laughs> are non-physical. Yeah, I agree 100% with everything you said. And so I think uh, mm, recalling or, or keeping in mind everything that just said will be helpful in understanding uh, how uh, archaeological, orthodox understanding of the pyramid, Giza pyramid today, doesn't fit with what Ra was saying. The, as he suggested, um, this was not originally a burial site for pharaohs. Maybe there was something like that later, but I don't think either. I also agree, I don't think that this, that any bodies were found in the Giza pyramid. The burial that is uh, associated with the resonating chamber underground is not uh, a you know, burial after death. <laughs> it's a burial for a phase of the initiatic process or initiation associated with death of the old self and rebirth of the new, which is, you know, resurrection intrinsic to initiation itself. Not a place where bodies would be buried and people would be put forever, you know, after they die. And <clears throat> later pharaohs and the black or black priests that were uh, polytheistic and serves the self, and very much under the sway of Orion, uh, totally co-opted this Giza pyramid for elite use, and uh, it has to be understood that way. And um, regardless of where anyone stands in agreement, disagreement, uncertainty, regarding Ra's statements of the usage of the Giza Pyramid for healing, initiation, uh, and the chambers and their relation to upward spiraling light and all that metaphysics, regardless of, of of how one, the degree to which one agrees with Ra or, um, you know, says, yes, I think that's right. Uh, Their teachings on the nature of healing and the nature of initiation are critical. Initiation is resurrectory um, and involves death, rebirth, and um, an intensification. That's the other element here that initiation is uh, an intensification of the degree of one's access to inner light, the inten- an intensification of one's will to keep seeking inner light, and an intensification of one's recognition of the necessity of the will to be seeking, 
the inner light. It's very profound. And so the degree of inner light that any being, any person manifests is proportional to their the degree of their conviction of the necessity of using will to continue seeking light. The, the degree of conviction, certainty, um, full-bodied um, realization of the necessity of using will to keep seeking light, or to keep seeking light, which is the will to direct attention to keep seeking. And, um, uh, you know, when thine, eye, when thine eye is single, thy body shall be full of light, is uh, biblical, or from Yeshua. Well, certainly it's true. <laughs> so, thine eye being single is singleness of purpose, which is associated with the conviction of the necessity, the, uh, the exclusivity or primacy, the, the standing alone nature of the necessity of seeking light, because that's what life's all about. That's what incarnation and experience is all about. Continued seeking for, you know, continued and ultimately... Uh, completed transformation of one's being. That's all very key teaching about initiation. And then healing as um, temporary interruption, which is shock, like shattering armor, um, being um, also kind of a death rebirth, but certainly um, somewhat upsetting. <laughs> the, the inevitability of disorder as a temporary phase in healing. Very, 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 very key uh, concepts here. I think to understand healing and initiation. Yeah, well, I totally agree with everything you said again, and um, it would be an interesting study, um, as we will do when we get into the tarot portion of Ra's teaching, particularly Book Four, the later sessions, uh, to see the correspondences between the imagery of the uh, major arcana. Um, particularly the 22 cards that Ra um, devised and used for initiates. It's basically a training for initiates. And initiates were the healers. The healers were adepts uh, or of adept level development who were initiates. They were the ones in the, in the Giza pyramid with the crystal uh, helping the people, not the elite, the people, um, with their own continued healing. And it would be interesting to see in the 22 major arcana tarot cards uh, re- you know, symbolic or imagery imagery references to the pyramid, which we see, <laughs> like the you know the sh- the, the blasted tower, or um, all sorts of different cards um, do have pyramid imagery, uh, and that's because <laughs> Ra did build the pyramid uh, for healing and initiation, uh, healing of the people facilitated by um, initiation of those who develop themselves to the point of being adepts. And so, yeah, the tarot uh, is associated with pyramid imagery and pyramid usage. And the tarot, uh, Major Arcana, the original Egyptian tarot of 22 cards, if that really was, if they really were Egyptian tarot, I mean, what's, what's today called the Egyptian tarot probably is more than 22 cards, but uh, the 22 cards are really all you need to know for uh, this, for raw, you know, to, to fill out the understanding uh, of Ra's system of um, training 
for adepts um, seeking initiation, seeking transformation, um, in knowing and working with the archetypes of the deep mind associated the seven phases or nodal points associated with mind, body, spirit being the seven stages of um, mind, body, spirit transformation uh, for initiates to know and, and uh, achieve uh, associated with those uh, seven cards first of mind, then seven of body, then seven of spirit, 21 plus the 22nd, the aeon, or I think, you know, the new, the new age, the new cycle. Uh, that it's very, very much related to the period of time in which Akhenaten and the benevolent priests and adepts um, were using the Giza pyramid as Ra intended it. But you see, the, the pyramid was built long before Akhenaten. It's just that it wasn't used um, as intended until that time, his time, it seems. And after he died... Uh, the pyramid was defaced, his uh, reputation was defaced, the black priests uh, co-opted it, made it, took it over for elite usage only, um, and and considered it theirs. <laughs> so it's on the dollar bill. And, uh, you know, pyramid imagery in Illuminati, uh, symbolic, uh, you know, cultural representations, you know, Super Bowl halftime shows with the pyramid in behind, Madonna or Britney or Beyonce or all these folks <laughs> is, uh, you know, perversion on top of perversion, um, which is, you know, how the negatives do it. Um, the Logos watches it all. The Confederation does what they can. And, um, you know, humans uh, one by one uh, are either, uh, you know, self-trapped in delusion following uh, evil deceptive leadership or uh, recognize there's a problem and uh, pull out of uh, the spell, break the spell, um, and achieve increasing awareness, you know, <laughs> of uh, God's uh, divine creation, the logoic creation of love and light based in love. And, um, you know, pierce, break the matrices, the matrix of uh, false narrative of uh, culture led by the negatives who... You know, this is their day. This is our time, said Agent Smith. Sure, it is your time. Um, <laughs> in in God's, you know, in this in this uh, portion of God's mansion. Uh, so this is very nice material, uh, excellent for uh, metaphysical Egyptologists, or uh, Egyptologists who have a metaphysical understanding, which is not too many here on this planet. But um, the essential, <laughs> the essential purpose of the UFO phenomenon uh, that ought to be disclosed, <clears throat> my friends, um, is um, its basis in um, cosmic plan and the primacy of soul evolution, the universe as um, a place for spiritual transformation, transformation of consciousness the development of awareness, uh, development of all we are, spiritual work, spiritual awakening, spiritual transformation of all we are, body, mind, spirit, that's what the, the UFO phenomenon is based in. The vast majority are benevolent. 
extraterrestrial races of higher dimensions. And technology is a minor sideshow, uh, except for those who love, you know, dirt and love matter and love worldly power, power over others. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, vast majority of the UFOs, real UFOs, come here, obviously, um, to help humanity evolve uh, itself spiritually, morally, moral evolution, moral spiritual evolution of consciousness is soul evolution in this cosmic plan. That's what the UFO phenomenon is about, and I uh, recommend that that be disclosed for all you who are seeking disclosure. So, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, the community. Uh, take good care of yourselves. See you next time, and good night.